Welcome to the Imagine Mom cast. This is your host, Elaine Kohanowitz. You're in the right place, Mom, if you're looking for real answers, real Jesus, and real fun. Hey, all. I thought I would surprise you guys with a great story from my book. It's actually from the intro, and I just recorded the audiobook. I'm so excited about it. It should be out very soon. So I hope that you enjoy this story about how parenting is crazy and you should expect the unexpected because if you don't, (laughs) I think you'll be disappointed. But if you do expect the unexpected, it's going to be more like an adventure and I think you'll give yourself a lot more grace and have a lot more fun. So I hope that you really enjoy this. And make sure you get the book at imaginemom.com slash book. Intro. Let me just start by saying things don't ever go as you expect as a mom. It doesn't matter whether your kids are 19 months or 19 years old. If you have a vision in your mind, the odds of it going that way are about as likely as if you woke up tomorrow and realized you were the undiscovered queen of a tiny country in Europe. Do any of these sound familiar? You go to the ocean for the first time and one of the kids gets stung by a jellyfish as soon as they get in the water. You go to a fun day at the mall and the two-year-old decides to throw the fit of the century when you are on the second floor of the mall on the opposite side of the parking garage. And you have a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a six-month-old you are trying to corral just long enough to get to the car. Well, every five feet, some new stranger asks you, is there anything I can do to help? You take your kids on a special trip, and your teenager complains the entire time about how sucky the whole thing is. Did I mention all these things have happened to me? You would think after six kids, I would have realized that nothing is ever going to go how I planned it. I got another dose of reality one year on Christmas Eve. It all started with my 12-year-old. Now don't get me wrong. I love my son. He's actually quite hilarious and creative. Like many kids at 12, he loved YouTube and even had his own channel. Things would just go south when he decided to be bad for mom. Have you ever had a kid who decided to be one of those famous, snarky YouTubers for Halloween? Well, my teenager decided he was going to be one every day. Can you take out the trash? I don't know. Can I? Go make your bed. Sure, mom. Whatever continues to sit on the couch. Make sure you take a shower before church. Your hair is really greasy. Your mom is really greasy. Does any of this sound familiar? Well, this had gone on for days. Combine that with the fact that I woke up on the wrong side of the bed that day. Let's just say Christmas Eve had a lot of fireworks. It didn't take five minutes of being back from Christmas Eve service and probably five snarky remarks, and he was in his room. Let me back up by saying that our six kids were born in pairs, two older boys, two middle girls, and two younger boys. Every pair has a buddy, and when they're not fighting, they are fierce allies, especially against their parents. So when the youngest, who was eight at the time, and buddy to my tween age 12-year-old, realized his brother was getting punished on Christmas Eve, he went into a tailspin. Have you ever seen an emo eight-year-old? head covered with a blanket, moping around like his dog just died, refusing to eat Christmas Eve dinner, laying on the couch face down with his body and head completely covered. It was really quite a pathetic sight. 
I wouldn't have been surprised if he had put on a black hoodie and some eyeliner. In truth, my expectations for Christmas Eve were seriously not very grandiose. Christmas Eve service at church, basic turkey and mashed potato dinner with the fam, maybe a couple board games or something. But the one thing I had really been looking forward to was reading the Christmas story and our favorite Christmas book, The Best Christmas Pageant Ever. And really, this wasn't even purely a Christmas wish. This was actually a response to serious mom guilt. In the back of my mind, I had realized for quite a while that my youngest two kiddos had not had a lot of the same experiences as my oldest kids did. Now, I know this is common in large families, but there's one area that had really nagged at my conscience, and that was reading to my youngest boys. I had all kinds of justifications, like, My 12-year-old has always complained about reading at night, so since they share a room, I just never read to the 8-year-old either. It's too much hassle. Or, I've always read books that were meant for the older kids when the younger ones were little, so I just never had time to read both kinds. Or, after taking care of everyone all day, I just didn't have enough energy left to read to them. But the truth is actually worse. Ten years ago, when my oldest kids were little, They didn't have all this YouTube and Nintendo Switches and Amazon Prime. As a matter of fact, when the first few were born, we didn't even have a TV. I remember my five-year-old asking me, Mommy, what's a commercial? And feeling like I was mother of the year. Well, that crown got taken away a long time ago. Needless to say, I'd be a liar if I said I never let my kids on media a few more times than I should have. Okay, maybe a few hundred times, and that's probably really the most compelling reason why I wasn't reading to them. It really hit me a couple days before Christmas when I was at Barnes & Noble with my 14-year-old and we were looking at some humorous books. One was a parody of Goodnight Moon. My 14-year-old and I were cracking up because it was so funny. Of course, she knew the real Goodnight Moon practically by heart from hearing it so much as a child. I went home and asked my eight-year-old if he'd ever heard of the book, and he said, No? Wow. If I had any mom points before, they were down to zero. Ironically, the parody is called Goodnight iPad, and the grandmother says goodnight to all the family's electronic devices to their horror and throws them out the window. So I was determined that we would read the Christmas story at dinner, And not just baby Jesus, no, we were going to start all the way back with the story of Zachariah and Elizabeth and not quit until we got to Joseph returning from Egypt. After all, if the kid didn't even know what Goodnight Moon was, where else had I failed? Except by the time we sat down to dinner and I started reading the story, my 12-year-old was in his room and my 8-year-old was face down on the couch with his blanket over his head and I was a sad mess. My 14-year-old daughter reached over gently and said, Mom, want me to read it? That would be great, I said, defeated. So she started reading. An old priest named Zachariah. Suddenly the lump on the couch began to wail. Are you okay? My husband asked the lump on the couch. No response. Slight sniffles. The 14-year-old cleared her throat. (coughs) Worked at the temple, helping people. (coughs) 
She raised her voice. To worship God. His wife... She stopped reading. Dying cat sounds faded away. More sniffles. She started again. Was named Elizabeth. They loved God. By this time, my husband, four teenagers, and I couldn't stand it anymore. We started cracking up laughing. The whole thing was just too funny. He seriously sounded like a dying cat. And for me, it was just too ironic. Once again, the older four were getting read to why the two younger ones suffered. Okay, so maybe they were making themselves suffer. For that matter, maybe I was a saint for even surviving their childhood. Yes, that was it. I felt better already. Somehow, we made it through Christmas Eve, although we only got through two chapters of the best Christmas pageant ever before I couldn't stand listening to the teenager complaining about it. Probably should have left him in his room. But after the holidays, I have to admit that his attitude did improve, and his snarky comments died down after a couple days without media. Oh, did I mention he also got laryngitis? That might have helped, too. Let's just say being a mom is never dull. It can feel like holding up a wrecked car with King Kong on top, or like the Grinch when his heart grew so big nearly popped out of his chest with joy and happiness all in the same day. And guess what? We're never going to get it right all the time. And if you haven't already noticed, things are almost never going to go how you expect. The sooner you embrace that truth, the happier you'll be. And that neighbor or friend you wish you were like, or that book that said you should be a certain way, Ditch that line of thinking quickly. It will just make you miserable. No one is just like you. No one's husband is just like yours. And no one's kids are just like yours. Do you ever find yourself thinking, No one understands. Or, I'm never going to get through this. Or, I don't know what I'm doing. I know I do. Listen, girl, six kids and 20 years later, I know exactly how that feels. Believe me, you're not the only one. We all feel that way as moms at one time or another. And I want to share with you all the things I wish I had known 20 years ago so you can kick those thoughts in the butt. Take a break, have more fun, laugh as much as you can, and don't take yourself too seriously. Your kids won't, I guarantee you that. Life's too short, so why waste your brain cells? Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you share this episode with a friend. I know you've got someone out there you know that would really love this. And make sure you get the book at imaginemom.com slash book. The Kindle and paper book versions are out right now. Um, this is April of 2022. And the audiobook version should be out hopefully this month as well. If not, definitely by May. So you can get that. You'll be able to get that on Audible or um, also on my website. So I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, also, check out our website at imaginemom.com. Um, we're just starting a brand new um, Friday magazine that's going to go right to your inbox. It's going to be full of all kinds of awesome things like fun stuff for kids, funny things for moms, whatever the newest podcast episode the topic is, and all kinds of things about fashion and design and just so much greatness you're not going to want to miss it so check that out at imaginemom.com and it'll also have information about whatever challenges we have or events coming up so i'm super excited for that have a great day and we'll see you next time